both you and I, Todd, are not that into politics, right? But yeah. this story, I could not help myself. <laughs> Did you hear about, uh, he goes by they, Sam Britton. I guess he, he had this, he was one of the, the directors of the nuclear waste or whatever, administrators. Yeah. And then he, he's fired because he was caught stealing somebody's luggage twice wait a minute <laughs> why is joe looking surprised there's no way you don't know about this joe right, right. You don't I, know this? I don't know i mean i think i had heard about it i i the reason i'm surprised is i just i just googled and i saw a picture of sam yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he served as the deputy assistant secretary from the huh. for the department of energy that that's was his position i mean he's a graduate of mit <laughs> I mean, he has a good job. He's out there. They he goes by they. They are out there doing their thing, and then he goes into they do this. <laughs> yeah, I think he hangs around at those airport carousels and just steals clothes and stuff and bags. <laughs> yeah. so, Joe, that's like the guy I told you that like graduated from UMass Amherst and he just couldn't get over his um, upskirting compulsion. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Again, dude, are you telling me this person doesn't have some sort of mental illness? Wearing other people's clothes? I don't know. <laughs> That's a bizarre thing to do. That's like kind of, I don't know, a little manic, right? Like, right. why would you, why would you do that? Why would you chance losing? That's a pretty high profile gig, right? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> Why would I mean it's not only your life, it's you're you're a public figure. You know what I'm saying? All the dirt that you do is gonna be out there and and doing something like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's gonna lose it all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. he's well, gonna like our... use it all. Sorry. Well, just to mention just looking at the one picture, you know, those are very it's a very loud outfit that they is wearing. Yeah, and yeah. Well, that's the running joke now that all his day's outfits is is stolen or stolen have been stolen. <laughs> well, Jedi's been a very bad person. <laughs> Did you think this was going to be one of the ones where the mainstream media just like swept it under the rug? Yes. <laughs> but I, don't, I don't. I think he. I think he is going to be in trouble for this. Well, um, apparently they lost their job. Supposedly. I don't know which which reporting is correct, but some say that they was suspended. Some say that they was fired. So I, I don't know yet. <laughs> the Department of Energy spokesperson confirmed that Britain is no longer a DOE employee. So good. Listen, you could live any way you want, as far as I'm concerned, but you can't break the law like that. <laughs> doesn't matter what you identify as. If you're a criminal, you're a criminal when you go to jail. Now, where you get put as far as jail is concerned, <laughs> that might be a whole other conversation to have, but yikes. Right? <laughs> Somebody sent me a video this morning of a very pretty mom. Uh, who dressed up as a cat and went to a school board meeting and was like, am I a cat? Because I have whiskers and a tail. Is this, uh, can I identify as a cat? And, <laughs> right, I mean, you're sort of like defying the whole biology to, to or, you know, again, who knows? Who knows how all that jives out? But um, I, I thought it was, I, I like that people send me stuff like that. So like, I saw <laughs> this lady saying, claiming to be a cat. Thought you'd like it. It's like over the top now. I'm hoping it like somehow goes back a little bit like the way it was. Yeah, it is. It is to the point of, you know, being rather ridiculous. It really is. And this doesn't help. <laughs> this doesn't help at all. <laughs> oh, that's no good. Yeah, you see stuff on the news now, like people identifying as like plants and all sorts of stupid stuff. And then the far right will pull something crazy from the far left and vice versa. Well, the far left is always ready to defend. And a lot of the times you're seeing a lot of this stuff is a hoax. And people on the left are quick to defend it. And it's like, you're an idiot. Like, why don't you get the facts first? Make sure it's even true. Mm -hmm. Right. There was all that talk about um, this was going around pretty hardcore, but that there were kids identifying as cats and that they wanted to go to the bathroom in a litter box. 
and that they were putting litter boxes and 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 people on the left were literally defending the notion and it's like that's not a real thing idiots right. mm-hmm. so stop defending it i don't know if the right was just making it up or if they were mocking them with it but again the idea that you're like people could do whatever they want it's like no they can't and that's stupid to defend it please stop oh yeah and they they're ready to def- then they they have not one iota are they going to be like you know what you're right that that is not a thing <laughs> right it's like well all right maybe that is too far like no you could do whatever like stop it just stop it it's so stupid now and again i think you look at this situation here with they and yeah. you have to you have to assume that again there seems to be some why are you stealing luggage <laughs> like that's not that's not something a normal sane rational person is doing yeah so you know more evidence to the something ain't right here well and that's the thing there is hardcore evidence there's a video there's a security guard watched it watching him with his abnormal behavior he can't get out of this <laughs> unfortunately uh. but they can't get out of this unfortunately jedi um did you see that trump sold those trump cards in a day no i did not five million bucks wow and i thought it was funny that some of the people that bought them don't even know how to access them and stuff because they're nfts (laughs) you know what i gotta say this look i i feel bad for people who are like hook line and sinker into donald trump Mm -hmm. right I mean, I think even you guys at this point can admit he's a bit of a con man. He's a <laughs> he's a grifter. He knows what he's doing. But that there are people out there who support him so much as to be taken advantage of it. It's like, dude, around the holidays, you're telling me you spend $100 on an NFT you don't know anything, don't know how to access. That was worth your time and effort. Really? I mean, come on. These poor people, like... Trump, leave them alone already. Just let <laughs> let them be. Really, I didn't realize. I saw the announcement, but I didn't know he teased it the day before. With he has a big announcement, all that stuff, and that's what it was. People are trying to guess what it was. It's kind of funny. That's what it was. Listen, kudos to him. A, a genius idea. Why not? Why not make some money? Why not? Why not do it? If you if you thought you and he did right, he certainly was able to sell them. I mean, why he's not? he's he's definitely a beloved figure in some circles and he knows that and again he can take advantage of that i don't know if you saw in the real news though he's also in a world of trouble right now they uh the january 6th committee is recommending charges against him and they're blaming the entire thing on him (laughs) solely responsible uh is what the committee found (laughs) so we'll see how that plays out because their whole thing is what they're looking for is that he wouldn't be able to run for office again under the 14th amendment uh for inciting an insurrection but you know what's going to happen you know the left now is going to be like oh who cares about trump desantis is the worst human being ever <laughs> well you know todd <laughs> I, I i'm actually doing uh talk radio this week and and i'm on record earlier in the week and i upset some of the people on the left because i don't think they should prosecute mm-hmm. and just in support of me uh both connecticut senators Murphy and, and Blumenthal, who are both big lefties, um, have both kind of cautioned the same thing, that unless you definitely think you've got a smoking gun and you're going to convict him, putting that guy on trial is a terrible idea. Putting a former president on trial right. is yeah. a terrible idea. It's incredibly divisive. I, I think he's effectively done with politics now. Totally. So I don't know. I, I just I don't I again he's responsible but I, I don't I don't know that prosecuting him sets a good precedent for the future uh, and and I'm kind of not for it. Well, because then he's going to be like in the limelight for another couple of years. Just just end it. You could let this just die. He's yeah. they found him responsible. He's again DeSantis looks like he's going to get the the nod in the Republican Party that effectively ends Trump. His candidates did poorly November 8th. It's like his influence is kind of done with politics with the Republican Party. I think everybody just should move on and and let him sell memorabilia and stuff at this point. He can't do any more damage (laughs) at that point. You know what I mean? Just let him have it. He's fine. 
<laughs> go off in the sunset like Pete Rose and just sell your memorabilia. Yes, there you go. Right down the street. Near it, but not in it kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, I'm with you. I saw Pete Rose at Foxwoods once. He had like the um those ropes, like those velvet ropes, so you couldn't get near him. And he was like playing blackjack. <laughs> this was like, yo, this was like 20 years ago. This is like not like that long after. It's like, come on, you can't stay away from the casino. I love Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah. Again, uh, I read his book, My My Own Prison, and you know, Pete Rose was in a situation where all he had to do, Jada, I don't know how much you know about Pete Rose, but all he had to do was admit publicly that he gambled on the Reds and that that was not right. It was a, a mistake for him to have done that. And he just doubled down and was like, well, you know, I always tried to win. I always bet on us to win. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because on the nights where, you know, you, you brought in your top relievers or you started your ace pitcher or you put your best pinch hitter in, what about the other nights of the week? Were you not as enthused and, and focused on winning on those nights? And that's where the credibility question came up. And all he had to do was admit he shouldn't have done it, that it was, and he wouldn't do it. And he has spent his entire adulthood outside the baseball hall of fame because he's kind of like Trump just can't say like, yeah, I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. And it's like, hey, you're good. We're good. Just say that. And we're good. And he won't do it. And 4,000 hits later, he's still not in the Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It, Pete Rose, he, he, I don't think he would ever play a game and not give it his all, you know? Of course. Yeah. Of course, dude. The, Charlie Hustle, man. He was right. great. He gave it all up. I have no doubt. And again, I read the book as the manager. I mean, he wanted to win. He, he's a very competitive yeah. guy. Uh, but again, the idea of just admitting you were wrong is so far beyond the scope of these narcissists that. They, they just make more problems for themselves unnecessarily. Yeah. Now, Jedi, you know what the all-star game is, right? Kind of. It's like well, all the best players get together. I mean, it means something now because, Joe, what do you get home field advantage, right, if you win, which right. is kind of, kind of dumb. But anyways, back in the day, it's just kind of like a little scrimmage. But do you ever see that play, Joe, where – Pete Rose runs over Ray Fossey. Like it's yeah, he wrote, Ray series. Fossey was never the same after that. Yeah, that effect, right. Ray Fossey obviously was a, was an all-star catcher, and uh, that was the uh, effectively the end of his career. He was banged up and mostly injured uh, the last couple of years of his career because Pete Rose, in an exhibition game, <laughs> went all out and took Ray Fossey out at the plate. <laughs> yeah. Jedi, it would be like us screwing around in basketball and me like running you over. <laughs> just, just like a, a like, like like Todd dunking on Jedi and putting Jedi in the third row. It's like you didn't you didn't need to do that. <laughs> We're just just having a fun fun little game. Greetings, Marks, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond here with Jedi Todd and Producer Joe. Hope you all are having a wonderful holiday season. <laughs> Today's topic is all about reflection, loyalty, and royalty. What's going on with the royal family, Todd? Yeah, we're going to talk about one of the biggest conspiracies in the world, Princess Diana's death. Joe, do you have any interest in this? Oh, topic? God. Yeah, because uh, I think they killed her. I 100% think that. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, I totally do. Yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, uh, when I was a kid, my mom uh, was super into Charles and Die. I remember watching the wedding mm -hmm. on television when it happened. And growing up, I've always been like, oh, my God, I'm so over these people. But, you know, when I was a kid, we were we were pretty. My mom was into like the, the trashy tabloids. So. Yeah, we were super into these guys, but I definitely think uh, that they killed her. I remember where I was when I found out. It was actually 
So she died around 4 a.m. And I remember I was going to a Patriots game. She died, must have been a preseason game, August 31st, 1997. And you know what I always remember about that? I thought that Mother Teresa died the same day, but she died five days later. And that was completely overshadowed by Princess Diana's death. I remember like, oh, I think Princess, I mean, I think uh, Mother Teresa died too, but it wasn't even like, it was just a quick blurb in the news because this was just all they were talking about was uh, Princess Diana. Jedi, do you remember where you were? It's kind of no, like a few. No, I don't. Oh, you don't? It's kind of like the Challenger crash, Joe, this. This is a few moments where like most people remember. So I remember pretty- I remember when it happened and I remember thinking like, uh, no, there's no way. Right. Like, right. this has got to be a mistake that, you know, she's young and, you know, uh, it just didn't it didn't seem real in the moment. It really didn't. And funny that you bring up the Mother uh, Teresa thing, because, yeah, it, it totally just like that would have been a much bigger deal yeah. without, without die dying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and Joe, I got to tell you, I got Patriot season tickets when Drew Bledsoe was a rookie. I got those for Christmas and I was like, oh, my God, Drew Bledsoe can be the greatest quarterback ever. And after about, what, eight years, it just became too much. Those long days, drinking all day. I gave them up right before the dynasty. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, wow. I yeah. suffered all those. Uh, well, a few good years with Drew, but yeah. I mean, how about those people before me, though? Like Schaefer Stadium has suffered for like 50 years, 40 years. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. They were so bad for so long. Jeez. Yeah. So this is pretty exciting, Jedi, that Joe's into this because we never really know going in. Right. We talk about it and Joe's always surprised what we're talking about. So one of the biggest misconceptions for me is I always thought Princess Diana was just like a commoner that ended up with this like and whisked away by this prince. But she was in a pretty wealthy family, too, that was friendly with uh, the royal family. Did you know that? Yeah, I also uh, read that Charles dated her sister as well. Did you see that? No, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, before Diana, but I guess Diana was um, of age, you know, and the, you know the right, I, I guess, age and temperament or whatever. It was more of a match with her, virgin. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And Princess Diana is like really attractive, and uh, the prince is just awful looking. <laughs> oh, he's so ugly. That's yeah. The- <laughs> Yeah, I remember as a kid even thinking that it was kind of like a joke. Like, there's no way. Do you think they were in love and stuff like that or no way? I think she was in love with him, but he wasn't in love with her because Camilla was always there. Yes, yes, because a couple times on camera they asked him if he was in love with her. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm in love with her, which at whatever love means, because he knew Camilla was watching. And and 750 people. The one thing I remember about the wedding was how long the train was of the wedding gown. That's a classic um, dress. Yeah. And it had 750 million people viewing it. And what do you think it surpassed you guys as the the biggest, um, the most watched television event? The Super Bowl. No, I mean, nowadays, probably. I mean, now it's like 1.5 billion for the World Cup. Joe, you have any guesses? 1981, 750 million viewers. Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> Think Dave Weiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh, 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 the moon landing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. Wow. I know. Oh, my I know. God. Another conspiracy. Think Dave Weiss. I love that that's his thing. <laughs> well, the first thing that comes to my mind, and I think the most reasonable explanation for the crash, is the paparazzi. And Joe, I was I was up at 2 in the morning today, and I was just going through a rabbit hole of all paparazzi um, confrontations with celebrities. And they are awful. They are terrible. They're right up in your face. We have like a 90-second clip. You want to play that? Get off the f- property! 
dude. Get, get off the property. Get out, guys. You guys are off the Respect property. Get out. Hey, don't photograph us every day. Get the out of here. Come on, guys. Guys, take off the property, get, please. Yo, get off the property. Chill. Get off. Come out. How's it going? It's not going good. Y'all here trying to take money out. To make money off us. That's how it's going. It's 4 a.m. It's 4 a.m. And you ask me how it's going. You know, I don't want you to say nothing to me. You hear what I'm saying? Respect that. Did you talk to Demi at all? I know you still love Demi. Get. Get. Easy, brother. Watch out. Get knocked on your ass, bro. Get knocked on your ass. You might knock me on my ass. That might happen. You want to try it? Try it again. You got it again. See what happens. <laughs> Love you, man. You're the man. Hey. I'm a huge fan. Josh, when are you getting married? Wow. Wow. So what? So what? The paparazzi is awful, and I mean they'll they'll go crazy over a, a nobody. And imagine if it's Princess Diana, what they would do. You know what I mean? Well, you see, I mean, a lot of it is very dangerous. You know, they they especially like they're getting pushed off by security. Like get off the property, and they take three steps back. And as soon as security turns around, they take four steps forward. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, I, I I'll tell you, I saw something recently with Justin Bieber, dude, where and I don't like Justin Bieber, obviously. Right. But Justin Bieber was shopping with his wife, who I think is a uh, another pop star, if I'm not mistaken. And they had their kids or whatever. And he walks up to the guy and he's like, dude, like, I get this is your job. Can you just take a couple pictures and like leave? Just take a couple pictures and then go. We just want to go shopping with our kids like we're not we're not trying to make a whole thing i understand you got a job to do take your pictures and get to step in and it's like no they're gonna follow you and hunt you down all day it's unnecessary how many pictures do you need of these I know. people I know. just get one and get moving i don't understand it and the worst thing about the paparazzi you're up in these people's face and god forbid they touch you and they go assault assault yeah those yeah, the worst, and they're waiting for a payday. They want yeah. to get hit. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. I mean, they're you know you're you're and you saw one of them. I mean, trying to bait Bruce Willis, right? And yeah. it's like you you're trying to get Bruce Willis to punch you in your face so you could sue Bruce Willis, right? And I think they should change the laws uh, to where if Bruce Willis punches you in the face. Uh, everybody should just get to take a picture of your bloodied face and <laughs> you don't get anything else for it. Yeah. <laughs> because even this morning when I was watching these compilations, I mean, there was like really guys you would not think of confrontational. Ashton Kutcher is like flipping out. Obviously, it's not him. He's like, I just want to walk my dog. Toby Maguire was like flipping out people in front of his car. Not guys, not uh, Kanye West type guys. I think the singer Bjork. A few years ago had like a meltdown and like went after a paparazzi and it's like, dude, you know, she's a pretty peaceful, serene person. Like, what did you do to piss her off? Right. And again, you see a lot where, um, God, I forget now who it was, but it was another one where somebody stepped on somebody's wife's foot. Uh, maybe it was Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody stepped on Rita Wilson's foot and he Tom Hanks lost his mind and was like, apologize. You just stepped on her foot, you idiot. You know, and it's like, again, have a little respect for these people. I understand that you got a job to do. You got to get your pictures in right. there. They're, it's worth a lot of money. I had a friend who uh, literally was a L.A. paparazzi, uh, left her family and, and everything to go and do that. And wow. uh, yeah, true story. And um, yeah. Uh, but made a lot of money, dude, getting pictures of these people. Uh, you know, that that's but isn't make that a what happened um to Britney Spears too, and the reason why she was shaved shaving her head because they were just hounding her like yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for these celebrities sometimes because I would do the same thing. I would go, I would go absolutely nuts on them. I mean, you can't even, you know, take a crap alone with someone. In your without someone in your window trying to take a picture of you. Yeah, again, to see Justin Bieber try to like 
you know, be rational. Like, hey, dude, look, get a couple pictures of us and then just screw off so I can have a day with my family. Like, is that is that OK? And like, no, the guy was like, I'm going to follow you all day <laughs> right to your house and keep taking pictures. And it's like you're all you're doing is pissing these people off. It's messed up. You know, unfortunately, look, here's here's, I think, ultimately the issue, right? It's like the First Amendment. You have the right to do all sorts of crap. And mm -hmm. it's hard to make a law that, again, would protect people's rights, especially, you know, there's a whole sect of people that don't think celebrities should get any kind of special treatment. And so you run into all that kind of stuff, too. But like you said, Jedi, I think if it was you being subjected to it, you would feel <laughs> very differently about what's happening. Especially, yeah. you know, if, if if you're a female, they're trying to get pictures of you. And a lot of the photographers and paparazzis are men, right? So being chased by hordes of men and you're alone, that's very scary. Totally, yeah. I um, Yeah, so let's talk about what happened that night. And then we'll talk about all the conspiracies. And I think we might talk a little... Harry and Megan at the end, Jedi. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, so the night that she died, she was with her boyfriend, uh, Dodie El Fayed, and they went out to eat at a restaurant. And they quickly noticed that all the patrons were paparazzi, <laughs> pretending they were patrons. So they were like, "Okay, we can't eat at the restaurant. We're going to go up and eat in his hotel room." So when they went out there, the limousine driver Andre Paul kind of snuck around the back and they snuck out the back door and it didn't take long for people to catch on. So five minutes into the ride is when the crash took place in the tunnel, the 13th pillar, they crashed. And they said, even when they crashed, uh, the paparazzi came over and they were taking pictures, Joe, like an inch from princess Diana's face. That's the most disgusting thing about this to me. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of photographs from, the crash and yeah it's like i don't think i it's a lot like with the kobe bryant thing right yeah. where uh you don't need pictures of that stuff and you certainly don't need to be releasing that that's pretty terrible do we have a picture of the car did i send you a picture of the car i can't remember yeah yeah so that's probably after obviously they i think they had to chainsaw the roof off but not many people are surviving that. The one person that survived it was the bodyguard, Trevor Reese. And he was the only one with the seatbelt, which brings in one of the conspiracies that the seatbelts were tampered with. There's about six or seven things we can go over. Uh, that's one of them. Uh, Princess Diana's last words were, oh, my God, leave me alone, Joe, when they were, like, taking pictures of her face. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, my God, leave me alone. She was yelling for Dodie. Dodie was ejected about 20 yards away. But... It makes you wonder, here in the United States, if this happened to us, they'd throw you in an ambulance and take you straight to the hospital. The rule was, I mean, this is, what, 25 years ago, in France, the paramedics, you had the medics would come, and you you weren't allowed to be transported until you're in stable condition. Really? So they work, on, they work on you right then and then take you. But the accident was at 1223, and she didn't get to the hospital until after 2. So that right there, could the medics could be in on it. They could be instructed. You know what I mean? And what kind of cracked me up, Joe, is that Muhammad Al-Fayed, he was a businessman, Dodie's dad. Yep. And he's convinced, I mean, this has been in the news and stuff, that the British security services engineered the crash to keep Diana from marrying a Muslim. And he said it was murder with racism at its core. And we can probably agree that the royal family old white people <laughs> you know what i mean well it's Race. funny because yeah. right last year with the when oprah did they did the interview and uh you know uh, megan markle was like they're a very racist family and people were like no the, the right it's like these incestuous <laughs> like white bread royals you're surprised that they're racist get out of here no these people yeah <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I've always given that a lot of credence, um, what Dodie's dad said. And uh, I, dude, again, I mean, you're talking, this is right, like pre 9 11, and people were definitely uh, aware of Muslims 
And I know that did not, you know, Dodie was a pretty dark skinned guy. And I definitely think that didn't sit well, even with people who were big fans of Die. You know, they they didn't like that. I heard people, you know, uh, her her kids are, will, would be embarrassed for her to be dating a guy like this, you know, stuff like that. And again, this guy's um, family had done very well for themselves. I think they own um, Harads. So, yes. right. I mean, they're yes. they're a very wealthy family. And and she was I don't know if you ever heard what uh, the comedian Jimmy Carr said. He's hilarious. Jimmy Carr, yeah, uh, made a joke about, uh, you know, because she wasn't wearing her seatbelt. And he was yeah. like, have you ever tried to snort cocaine off a cock on a car going 85 miles an hour? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love Jimmy Carr. He is. <laughs> he's, a great he's a great roaster. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the other obvious ones was they say he was um, – drunk three times the legal limit and he was going 65 miles an hour in the tunnel, but they do show him walking around and doing stuff before and he doesn't seem to be drunk. So they think that possibly they could have switched the blood samples because I don't know what the reason was, but they said 15 other people died in Paris that night. So they said they could have switched the samples. Just like an another conspiracy. Oh. Paparazzi, obviously that's the number one thing trying to get away from them. They're on motorcycles, taking pictures while they were driving and stuff. Well, do you do you think that you know the other conspiracy were that they were trying to actually murder her? I think it what what was it called Operation Paget? Yes, yes, yeah. Like any of these things are plausible, and they said like after the accident they just like washed down the road and it was like back up and running in hours. You think it would be more of a crime scene? Do they just want to like throw it under the rug and be like, okay, of maybe. course, right? The less investigation, the better. They were also reports maybe that she was pregnant. Yes. Which would have been again embarrassing for the royal family. Um, so I I I don't know, dude. There like there's so much to this that makes me think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I again this is one where I've always kind of been like, mm, yeah. Yeah, I I definitely believe this. And um, you know what it reminds me of when when I read that they just washed on the road and just like went back to like regular life. It reminds me of when a husband kills a wife on Dateline and then he gets her body. Okay, we'll get it cremated, and then yes. later they're like, oh shit. Well, we should have probably checked for this. Yeah, he gets it cremated and he's on the phone with the insurance company four hours later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I f completely forgot. I opened up that four million dollar policy <laughs> three days oh, ago. <laughs> I love. Luck. Yeah, I love watching Dateline, but some of those murderers are so stupid. I think more people stuff. should watch Dateline. If you're gonna murder somebody, your spouse, watch a few episodes of Dateline first. That way, you could see all the things not to do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Never search. Like, how long does it take chloroform? <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite. That's my favorite is the computer search, right? Like, yeah. how do I kill my wife and get away with it? Yeah, that you, you you type that two hours before they found her dead. I don't know, dude. <laughs> not sit well. It's not sit well. So another conspiracy theory is that there was people witnessed a bright white flash in the tunnel right before they crashed, but no one could figure out what it was. So they kind of dismissed it, but people swore that like there was a big bright light going off maybe to somehow make them crash. Or do you think it, there was a bomb planted? Did they say anything about that? The car, the actual car. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see anything about that, but anything's possible, I guess. Yeah. But I've always, I've always kind of been on the side of the paparazzi just like, He's trying to get away. But, I mean, I think that's what they portrayed. That was the answer. But, I mean, if you dig deeper in, it could be any of these. So, Joe, you really think she could have been murdered? Well, um, so I'm literally just reading about Richard Tomlinson, a former uh, MI6 officer who was dismissed from the intelligence services and later served a five-month prison sentence. Um, you mentioned the, uh, the, the strobe light. Uh, yeah. As being a thing that was actually uh, part of a plan to kill uh, Serbia's president, Slobodan Milosevic. So it was mm. something MI6 had already already looked at as a way of 
assassinating somebody. Uh, And and according to this guy, Richard Tomlinson, uh, he said one of her bodyguards, either Trevor Reese or Kess Wingfield, was uh, British intelligence, that they had been monitoring Diana before her death. He told Mohammed El-Fayed that Paul was an MI6 agent, the driver. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and again, like I said, that strobe light thing is, was something that they had literally had mirrored in a, in a plan to kill Slobodan Milosevic. So more evidence to the, well, probably, yeah. you know, well, the strobe light happened because like three completely different people, who's going to make that up? That's just a bizarre thing to just say, you know what I mean? Different people at different times came forward and said that. And there was another thing saying that there was a white Fiat that was, I don't know if you came across that, Joe. It kind of hit their bumper and then it scraped their side. And they found white paint on the, I think it was a Mercedes they were in. Yep. And they did check with one guy. And the guy's father said, we woke up in the morning, we painted his car from white to red. Like, why would you do that? He woke Mm. up and, yeah. So that might have something to do with it. He could have been hired to make them crash but the creepiest one is that the paparazzi made them crash to get pictures <laughs> again <laughs> would you put it past member i mean again when you think about the kind of money you're getting for those photos <coughs> is it worth taking out a car you know causing a, a traffic accident to get those pictures Right, not thinking they would die, just like let's right. make them crash. That way they'll be stopped. They'll be right in front of us. We can take all the pictures we want. Like I'm just wondering what kind of money. I think now it's probably astronomical with TMZ and stuff. But I think all you need is that one picture. Sure. Well, again, right with the National Enquirer and Star Magazine, which were too big before TMZ became an online thing. Those were like trash tabloids. They were big sellers. Um. Again, my mom was was a huge subscriber of all of those things, loved all the paparazzi stuff. Um, And yeah, I mean, even then, a picture of Diana with, you know, Dodi Fayed in in, in the back of a limo, maybe getting it on would have been worth a small fortune for somebody. Why not? Why not? And again, if you are if you're British intelligence and you see them uh pursuing that or if they were part of a conspiracy with you how easy to just pass this whole thing off as a oopsie yeah now if you dig deep enough joe you can find pictures of diana like at the crash scene i don't want to anything i'm just wondering oh that's sad yeah yeah it's gross but you can yeah that's the world we live in but again think about what those photos were worth you know, the last photo, <laughs> oh, my God, uh, Anthony Jezelnak has a, a joke about who, his mom was a big fan of Princess Diana. And he's like, her whole entire apartment is full of photographs of Princess Diana from after the crash. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> gross, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they had, um, they pulled those seven uh paparazzi people in to to take a uh to photo and they were going to charge them with manslaughter and when i think of manslaughter joe i always think of the brian regan joke do we have that one about manslaughter and on the other end of the spectrum i think the most horrible name for a crime has to be manslaughter (laughs) damn can you please change the terminology can anything conjure up anything more hideous so what are you in for? Manslaughter! <laughs> I slaughtered a man! Just like a pig! Put him on a spit, put an apple in his mouth! <laughs> that is a terrible term. It really is. It sounds worse than murder, doesn't it? Manslaughter. Because well, manslaughter is the, the, the one you want to get. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you kind of messed up and uh, someone ended up dead. You're like, oh, sorry, I'm a manslaughter <laughs> charge here at the at the minimum, right? As opposed to murder. Murder doesn't sound so bad compared to manslaughter. That's for sure. I swear, every day, Jedi, he's my favorite comedian. I've seen him at least 20 times in person. And uh, every day I find something that like reminds me of one of his jokes. Because his jokes are all just like everyday things like that. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so 
I'm still kind of on the side of getting away from the paparazzi, but I don't rule anything out. Joe, you're kind of thinking that she was murdered. Yeah, and I and I do. I think there was a lot of people in on this, and you know whether the paparazzi were willingly in on it or kind of dupes to them pulling this off. Uh, yeah, I I don't I don't think it this was a an accident by any stretch. But what would the motive be? I mean, just besides the racism, yeah, portion, yeah. I I I mean, I think when you're talking about people at that level, you're talking about you know, a de facto monarchy. Um, you know, this is, this is the same family, uh, as, as, uh, King Henry the eighth, you know, uh, mm -hmm. a man who had multiple wives killed cause they were having daughters instead of sons. <laughs> right. So these people are operating on a different level than what we're operating on, you know, um, what Her is being that? with a Muslim Egyptian, I think that that was, uh, uh, I think that was an embarrassment, and I think the fact that people thought Dodi Fayed was better looking than Prince Charles was just like a, an even bigger slap in the face, oh, wow. uh, given the situation. He's, you know, the future now, and now the present king, but right at the time was was uh, was the future king, and so you know, I think that was just extremely embarrassing, and. You know, in the grand you know scheme what? of things, she's a nobody to them. And so that was yeah. easy, easy. Plus, you know what? Her dying made it easier for him. Now he's a widow. He's not a divorcee. He's a widow. And so now him remarrying, now it's not as embarrassing for the family. Because, again, right, that used to be a big thing in the in the 80s where, you know, being divorced was was kind of a, a, a scandalous thing. Right. Jedi, who's... Who's this conspiracy guy on the show with us? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just had to find the right one, dude. See, everybody's got a couple they're into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to find the right one. Yeah, this one's been with me, Todd, for uh, forever. I've always been like, no, right. no sorry. That was well, messed they, up. They refer to the the firm. What? Who is exactly the firm? The, the British royal family? Is it the government? I mean... Who's calling the shots here for all this? <laughs> the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, it's like the royal family, the Bushes, uh, Fairchild. Right? Yeah, it's a it's a group of them. Yeah. You yeah, know what I, kind of popped out of me? I was thinking is is Diana kind of a gold digger? She has the prince and then like the son of like an heir. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't going to date a carpenter after. Right. You know, she was married to the prince, right? She definitely, um, she definitely had uh, high tastes in, yeah. in in men with money. And I, I didn't know she was only thirty six. Yeah, a very young woman. Yeah. It was sad. It was sad. Again, dude, right? When when a young person dies like that, even in a car accident, you know. I mean, that's pretty common that somebody young would die like that. So, again, the idea of it being a car accident, it was like perfect, a perfect cover up. Right. You right. know, if if Diana had had a heart attack. And died. Right. That would have looked suspicious if Diana would have just not woken up one morning. That would have looked suspicious. So right. you had to make this look like an accident. And they did as good a job as they could. But with all these different items and elements and things that you can question, you, you, yeah, I mean, God, there's at least a dozen, like, huh? Yeah. You so look at all that the, and it's like, that the feels, right. If this feels like, it, this very much feels like a conspiracy of sorts. Mm. Like the one thing be solved. The mm -hmm. one thing that sticks with me is like how long it took them to get to the scene and how long it took them to get to like conveniently to get to the hospital. They had to stop the ambulance twice because she went to cardiac arrest a couple times. But uh, Jedi, where do you stand? And then let's get on to Harry and Megan for a couple minutes. <laughs> I think that it was paparazzi that initiated the accident but yeah i i don't know if there was some kind of conspiracy because it was all weird the whole investigation was all weird it didn't make any sense at all like you said all the, the different variables and i i like princess guy you know i was a fan and she did a lot of good things it's a shame i just can't believe 
that they would do that to their own. I feel sorry for Prince William and Prince Harry. You know, I just, you know, maybe it's, you know, I'm being naive, but, you know, I just don't want to believe that they would kill someone within their own family. Shed, I, I hate to say this. And and I've 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 had relatives who I don't speak to any longer. You know, when I when I became an atheist, some very religious members of my family uh, told me I shouldn't have my children, that I shouldn't <laughs> raise my children that way. Yeah. Uh, and as you can imagine, I don't talk to those people anymore. <laughs> there are people of the mindset. And I think very much with the royal family that, you know, William and Harry would be better off with a dead mother than one dating an Egyptian Muslim. And I could 100% see those people being the kind of people that felt that way and believe that. And I'm also now reading, uh, according to her sister, who, as you mentioned, used to date (laughs) Charles, she always wore her seatbelt. So the Mm -hmm. idea she wasn't wearing her seatbelt that night speaks to either there was some sort of sabotage or somehow those seatbelts failed, which seatbelts don't fail. Uh, unless they're set up to fail. So again, mm. it, 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 that just, it seems extremely likely to me that, that there's more to this story. Yeah. Um, so Jedi, what do you love? You love the Megan and Harry stuff. I, I don't know anything about that. So what do you have? Oh my gosh. I, I'm not watching their series because I am not a fan of them, but a lot of people, I hate watching their series <laughs> because I mean it's just so curious for people because that now they're telling their side right of the story of yeah. the narrative since they they left the you know royal family and came to America to you know have a new life and be financially independent so they say um, but it it is just very strange at how they're going after the royal family and, you know, basically kind of taking them down in the media. Yeah. So are they pretty much out of the family now? Like William doesn't talk to Harry. No one talks to Harry. Well, after this, this series that they've done, um, that's what they're saying that Prince William is done with them because they're just airing out all the dirty laundry. And one of, you know, the queen, one of her beliefs was never complain, never explain. And they're just telling everything, but very carefully, you know, very, you know, they're having these, you know, videos of themselves for their version. But, and then they were saying that they got the Netflix deal after they left. But, you know, you see excerpts of Harry talking to the, camera and saying oh this is the freedom flight and so who 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 are they talking to who are they directing to it looks like that they had the netflix deal before they even left you know that's why they were setting up that whole business that they couldn't do what sussex royale that they try to capitalize on the royal family and try to do you know I don't know, towels, clothing, and all that stuff. (laughs) Jedi, I'm with you too, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be a Netflix deal. You know you're getting a deal from somebody, and so you start filming and you're talking into a camera. Yeah, uh, that's – I'll tell you right now, um, the amount of hatred from the British media about those two is – I mean, it's off the charts – and, and it reminds me a lot of what we have here with, you know, the people that are loyalists to Donald Trump and the Trump brand. It's the same thing over there where they're very protective of that royal family. Like, These two don't want to be in it. They just screw off. Go away. You know, it's like. I don't know that it, it, that's a, when you're born into something and it sucks. Right. That's a mm-hmm. tough spot to be in. And. You know, what are they supposed to do? Not point out how terrible it is. Mm. And just because you point out how something might be bad, does that mean that you hate it or that you shouldn't be in it? I don't know. I just it. I don't care either way. Right. I I, I find I've lost interest in these people uh, over the last third ever since they killed Diana. (laughs) I've totally lost interest in anything they do. 
any of us could, the three of us, we could walk away from our families and a few people would be upset. We wouldn't be on the news right. for it. Nobody else would care. Right? Yeah, well, good to go. Right. That they were saying because they wanted their privacy. And so if they wanted their privacy, it's so contradictory what they're doing now. They're just, you know, have, have cameras everywhere. Everything that they do is being recorded and presented to the public. And I think that's why people hate them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard people suggest that uh, it, that these two and their actions is what killed the queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's like, all right, guys, that's a little that's a little much. <laughs> like, you're gonna blame Meghan Markle for the queen dying? Like, the queen couldn't handle uh, the embarrassment? I, I I don't think so. That's funny. So, Jedi, that's on Netflix. Yeah, they have a series, and now it's 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 all the rage now. I mean, so many complaints about how boring their series is, <laughs> and that is just about you know two people complaining about their posh life. You know, boohoo! There's inflation going on. There's taxes at the end of the year. There's so much more things to care about besides their lifestyle. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Joe, it's kind of funny. I was just when I was watching the paparazzi stuff, it's just still it's still so messed up how the world is, how you could have a TikTok star that can't walk two feet without getting pictures taken, but then you could have like brain surgeons and astronomers and stuff, and no one like would know who they are. It's yeah, so backwards. Our, our priorities are so messed up. Uh yeah, the people that we hold up is like, you know important figures it, it, it's yeah it's definitely the reverse of what it should be yeah, yes I know, I know yeah so jedi do you have anything else no yeah so um merry christmas guys oh i want to say one quick thing because i was gonna say happy holidays but merry christmas my my friend was in the grocery store the other day she's a big conservative joe and she had gingerbread cookies and she was like oh here's some gingerbread men and the guy behind the counter goes oh no it's gingerbread people now and she looked at the box. Oh it's no God. longer gingerbread men. It's gingerbread people. And she said, um, oh, I'm sorry. Did I offend you? He goes, it was at Market Basket. He goes, no, you didn't. But a lot of people in here would have been very offended by that. So, you know, wow. uh, on 30 Rock, Alec Baldwin played a very conservative person on that show. And Elizabeth Banks played his wife. Yeah. And she read their Christmas card one year. And it goes, happy holidays is what terrorists say. <laughs> Merry Christmas <laughs> from the Donahies. I just that always that always cracked me up. <laughs> oh, that's, that's hilarious. So yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, check us out on clovercrestmedia.com. Uh crimes, conspiracies and beyond. I think that just about does it. Yeah, Morks, the end is here. Please subscribe and yes, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Just kidding. <laughs>